Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Brad Harbison, and I'm happy to have as my guest Ed Sheehan, who's the in-house entomologist for Brooklyn-based Colony Pest Management. And Ed is one of the stars of the upcoming documentary Rats from acclaimed documentary director Morgan Spurlock, whose work includes the McDonald's documentary Super Size Me. And Rats is scheduled to appear on October 22nd on the Discovery Channel, and I encourage everyone to check that out. And uh, in the following podcast, we'll talk to Ed about Rats in New York City and also his involvement in the upcoming Rats documentary. Ed, thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. Ed, so you've been working in the, the pest control industry for 48 years now, is that correct? Uh, actually, uh, the second week of September next year, it'll be 50 years. Oh, congratulations. Started, uh, yeah. Second week of September, 1967. Right. And can you tell us a little bit about your involvement? How did you get into the pest control industry? Um. I had uh, been working in a bank, and you know, pay wasn't that good, and I was always doing things on Saturdays at night, whatever, mopping halls, cleaning cars, stuff like that. And I was up in Greenwood Lake, which back in '67, where was a place you went to pick up girls. <laughs> and uh, my friend Jimmy Maloney showed up late, and I asked him, "What are you late? What are you late for?" And he had this new job killing bugs, and I kind of laughed at him. And um, he told me the guy needed a guy on Saturday, so I said, okay, I'll try it. And we went out, and um, after doing a couple of jobs, I told him, this ain't for me. I can't stand the smell of this stuff. And he said, you have to finish. We're using your car. I said, okay, no problem. And when we, we went on the way back, Jimmy told me, like, don't tell the guy you're not going to come back until he pays us. <laughs> so I was used to get $20 a day for mopping halls or whatever I was doing. The guy handed me 40 bucks. I went to give Jimmy 20 and he's giving Jimmy 40 and I asked the guy, do you want me to come back next week? And he said, yeah. So as we're driving home, Jimmy said, what the hell happened to you? I said, well, you know, I didn't like to taste the whiskey when I first tasted it. That worked out. Maybe this one too. And um, I, then eventually I just quit the job in the bank. And um, as I forgot, I saw that, you know, my father had always told me about the American dream and promised me that one day I would get my shot. And I thought this would be my shot. And... Um, I worked for several different companies, and I stayed with the company as long as they were teaching me new things, and I realized there was so much I didn't know. And um, I got this job um, in Manhattan at Temco, uh, Temco, Temco Service Industries, and and uh, I met a man there, Sal Foreman, and he made me the um, uh, six months I, I was like a foreman, which was kind of tough since I was only like 22 when I had guys that were... 30 and 40 years old. Anyway, we managed it. Eventually, I wound up running the place. And uh, they wouldn't give me what I thought I deserved, so I went into my own business. And um, that's how I started. Yeah. And uh, so the, with such a long career in the pest control industry, obviously the, the industry has changed a, a lot. Um, can you talk talk about that a little bit? How, how have you seen the industry change throughout the years? Oh, God, Yeah. The industry has become much more professional. Uh, when I started, I never heard of scientists. Um, we did. We weren't regulated. Um, I went and took a 30-hour course, and um, I passed. And I went to New York City Board of Health. I gave them five dollars. I was an exterminator for life. There was no renewal fees. Um, I got educated by people I met that were nice enough to. to teach me what they had learned. I mean, I mean, names are coming to my head like Bob Poirier, Seymour Levy, uh, Donald McGarity, um, Teddy Jabara. 
uh, and I big my number one mentor, Bob Norton. These are people, um, except for Norton, the rest of them were teaching me, uh, and Teddy Jabbar, the rest of them were teaching me about pest control. McGarrity was introducing me to his friends because I did a good job from Teddy Jabara always gave me a pep talk, and uh, he was an old, you know, older guy, much younger than I am now, but at the time he was an older guy. Yeah. And uh, then I met Bob Norton, who came in, and um, he was a customer, and he was one of the roughest customers we ever had, but we managed to solve his problem. We became friends. He came down to my office. He told me about policy and procedures, and and prior to that, the state had taken over. He had um, Nixon had passed the EPA, and now we had to go to school, and we had to take more tests and with different categories of pest control. And, you know, I saw there was, there was a bigger picture than just running into somebody's house. There, there were big buildings there. They were, I had to study more. And uh, anytime I failed, I had to realize, how did I fail? I had to analyze that and, and do a better job the next time. And um, it, just, it just, you know, when I started, you went in and sprayed, you threw poison around. Now, we don't do that anymore. We go in and we analyze, what are we going to do? Why are they here? Where are they coming from? How can we best attack them? And sometimes we don't have to use uh, any, kind, any kind of chemicals or poison. Uh, we just alter the environment, and uh, magically it gets it down to an acceptable level, um, and a customer's happy. Um, this environmental thing is big. We, we bought into it, and um, we do our best to, um, to solve problems without you. We're using a minimal pesticide. Yeah. And again, throughout the years, you've seen your share of rat and rodent issues throughout in, in New York City. Why are rats such a problem in New York City? <laughs> because of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, you know, it, 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 people, everybody wants the rats gone. They're going to call the exterminator and the rats gone. And then, you know, we get called in on a community project. We've got all the community people there, and they look like, well, what is he talking about? And we've done our homework. We've, we've gone around. We've now put on a PowerPoint uh, presentation, and we show how the garbage is being put out and how, how bait is not being maintained. Whoever they, We go after I shouldn't say we go after We analyze everybody. If the pest control person's there and they're not doing a proper job, we, we say, listen, you know, Maybe do you still have them? Maybe you're not paying them. Maybe whatever, whatever the reason that that has to be rectified. But the main cause is you do you're putting out your garbage. Why are rats there? Food, water, shelter. So you know we may go in with a, a lot of uh, concrete. We may go in with a lot of sheet metal. Um, we're certainly going to educate the people what they can do to put the garbage out in a more fashionable way, a uh, safer way. Don't put your garbage out in a plastic bag at 8 o'clock at night, and it's not going to get picked up till 6 in the morning because the rats are going to key into that. And they, if you put it out at 8 o'clock, they're there between 8.15 and 8.30 having dinner. And, you know, we see a lot more headlines, it seems, about the rat issues in New York City. Are New York City's rat population or rat problems any worse than they have been in recent years? You know, I, I'm sure in certain neighborhoods they might be. Uh, I can't say for sure, but I think because you, you've got all this technology now, and uh, anytime somebody sees something, they go on their phone and boom, it's all over. Yeah. And it is uh, very uh, newsworthy. News picks that up. Uh, I think it's put out there more uh, than, it, than it has ever been in the past. The one thing that I wish they would highlight is how the exterminators or pest management professionals 
deal with this. They, should, you know, I, I like to see a documentary. I'm following a pest management professional and how he deals with these problems. But I don't think it would sell. You know, uh, maybe we can get somebody interested in that. I don't know. But the key is, the key is, as always, you got to educate. You got to educate the public. They got to buy into it. And it, with rats, um, we've had several programs here in New York City. Um, frankly, for me, they're just so people can get elected to a higher post. They go, oh, look at this, they, we, a rat program in this neighborhood, and they kill a lot of rats. But they didn't solve the problem because rats are like a wave hitting the beach. You put down whatever you're going to use to uh, suppress them, boom, oh, there's a lot less rats. But three months later, just like the wave comes in on the beach, the rats are back again. As you know, uh, rats have identified their territory by urinating. So if Mikey the rat is now dead, and Louis the rat says, oh, that was, that was a nice place, uh, I'm going to move in there. So they're going to come back. It has to be a constant effort, and people have to constantly be vigil. Yeah, and that kind of, kind of leads into my next question there. You know, obviously rats will never be completely eradicated in New York City. What do you think a reasonable expectation be for people living in the city? My plan <laughs> is it's like a war. You've got to take neighborhood by neighborhood. You can't just say you're going to have a city-wide. It's just too encompassing. Um, I would go neighborhood by neighborhood. I would pick the neighborhoods where maybe they, they weren't that prevalent, and I would solve the problem in that neighborhood, and then we would go back there periodically to rebate and move on to another neighborhood, always looking back on the ones we had already solved. And we would... One of our big things, and I keep repeating, would be educating the customers. An acceptable level, you know, is it a zero tolerance? Well, you're never going to get that. An occasional rat here and there, eh, maybe so. Um, they're never going to be completely eradicated because you're never going to get everybody to buy into it. And you have to remember something, too. For every action on our part, there's going to be a reaction on the rat's part. They're not, they're not dumb. They're very bright. So... You just have to be constantly on it with them. It's a guessing game. You're playing a chess match with them, but it has to be constant pressure on them. You would get them down that way. Yeah, and you know, again, with with 50 years worth of experience, uh, looking back at that, I, I know you've seen just about every kind of rat situation imaginable. Are there any kind of that that stick out in your mind as as being one of the worst or most challenging rat infestations you've dealt with? Yes, um, it was in Brooklyn, and um, we were told that nobody could solve this problem. They said, okay. And we took it on and we told them you're going to pay a lot of money after we looked at it. And we brought in cement mixes. We brought in sheet metal guys. We put down bait, um, traps, everything we could think of. And we also had meetings, um, started out every two weeks with the tenant. At first they were very hostile. Um, what are you picking on me for the garbage? And you know, I come up picking on you. I'm just telling you, there's the garbage. <laughs> At that time, we were very low-tech. All we did was show them pictures. Anyway, as the rats started showing up dead, the meetings went. They wanted a once-a-week meeting, and we had meetings with them every week, and they bought into it. And at near the end of the project, <laughs> we, um, we noticed that we had, we had identified it for some time. There was a hole in the ceiling above a compactor. So we went and we got a a cardboard box that the refrigerator had been in, and we got a tub of glue, and we smeared the glue on the um, on the cardboard, and um, we used Genoa Glue Salami, my favorite. Oh. And uh, we came back the next day. We had 13 rats caught on it. 
So, oh, man, why don't we think of this thing sooner? This is fantastic. So we did the same thing the second night, and we had three rats. Like, yeah, we're getting them, we're getting them. We came back the third night. They had pushed plaster out of the ceiling, <laughs> and you could see their pad prints on the plaster. So wow. they stepped on them go, <laughs> anyway, it took, us, um, it took us about another month, and we had them. They, they saw no rats. Unfortunately, because we were not cheap, um, they said, okay, we'll go back to the other guy now. So my point here is, yes, it's expensive, but was it maintained? I don't know. I mean, by maintained, I mean, we we would check in. You put the cement down. We mixed the cement with, with uh, glass and and, uh, and um, rocks. Was, was it something, you know, as the earth turns and we have vibration from the trucks and the car on the street, that stuff is going to loosen up. It's not forever. Yeah. So we would be constantly checking at, and where we saw a break, we would reapply it. Yeah. And we'd always have fresh bait down. So, you know, with that done, I don't know. I just know that when we were there, it took us six months and about 500 rats, and we got them. Wow. But we were there. We were there. If we weren't there five days a week, we were there four days a week. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and the new documentary, Rats, said I looked at the trailer. It looks really great. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how the uh, opportunity came about to be a part of this? Yeah, what, what happened, um, I was uh, president of New York City uh, Pest Control Association for six years. So I met a lot of people, made a lot of friends, a couple enemies. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, years later, they asked me to come back as the executive director. So I met more friends, younger guys. And um, when Morgan was um, shopping around for somebody, um, apparently my name came up. Not apparently, my name came up. Everybody said, you got to talk to this guy. <laughs> so he called us. And um, I was very skeptical because we had been asked to do TV interviews. And these interviewers wanted me to say things that I didn't think were true. And when I told them no, the interview was over. So I figured out there's going to be another guy. Anyway, I called my son Joe, who runs Colin, you know, and um, he told me, who's the guy? And I told him, oh, this guy made, supersized me. He's legit. So. We met with them. They did a. They taped an interview with us, and then I teach pest control classes now. I came to my class. They take that, and we had done. Um, we had done uh, no shave November for uh, breast cancer. Right. So when it was time to shave off the beard, I said, you know what? I'm going to trim mine and make it look cool. <laughs> so when we were talking, to they asked, "Can you keep the beard?" I said, "Yeah." And we just smoke your cigars. I'm like, "Whatever you want, as long as you don't ask me to say something that's not true." Anyway. Then we proceeded, they came to my house, which I don't know where they were going. Then they filmed us talking about pest control, having Sunday dinner, yada, yada, yada. They went to Joey's office, all of which they never used. My dog, Lulu, was extremely pissed off that she wasn't used. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but once you see, once you see the, the documentary, it's very clear why. <laughs> anyway, um, then, um, so we, we went with them. They were really nice. They were very pleasant people to work with. And... Um, I still can't get over this uh, film festival, how nice they were to me. I mean, you know, I started out as an exterminator. I became a pest management professional, then associate entomologist, and now I'm on the red carpet. <laughs> it's sort of like, okay, let me go back to the real world now and just enjoy this. Why do you think rats make a good subject for a documentary? Um, you know, first of all, a rat is supposedly not a good person, not a good thing, um... Um, we do have, unfortunately, cases where rats bite children. Um, you always see them around graveyards. 
they don't work and I mean, you know, they're not in the best they're not in the best of environments. Um, they're always in filth. That's what everybody thinks. Um, so they, it's like a bad, bad guy. This is a bad guy. Everybody wants to go see a bad guy. Like, uh, let's see what he does. It, there's a bit of danger. There's danger with these these creatures. It, let me ask you like uh, some qu- a couple questions here specific about the the actual documentary. Can you can you give us like uh, an insider perspective? For example, like did you just run a normal route? Or did the people from the show ask you to visit certain areas and, and be involved in certain type of work? They, they, they had asked us if we had any rat jobs. Yeah. And unfortunately, every place we do doing, we had, I should say fortunately, yeah. every place we were doing, we had under control. So what we did, I went over to their office and we went down to their basement. And a lot of what you're going to, most of what, I think all of what you're going to see in uh, of me and the film was shot down in that basement. And he asked me questions. Then I did an inspection of their building, the basement building. So I was doing an inspection. They had the wood, they had rats in a snap trap. It shows it in the film. Um, but no, it wasn't a regular route. It was just we, we didn't have any active rat uh, infestations to go with them. And during the whole filming process, can you talk about? I mean, it, kind of some some interesting insights into the way they do documentaries. Anything like that stick out to you? Oh, I was amazed. I mean, I'm sitting there talking, right? Yeah. There's a guy at my feet. He's he's making sure the sound is right. <laughs> then another guy off to my left. <laughs> he's right. making sure the, the film is correct. And then there's a, in certain scenes, there's a camera, Luca's right, Luca's right next to me with the camera right next to my face, and I'm concentrating on talking to whoever asking the questions and stuff. And then as you're going around doing the inspection, I mean, they're right there with you and, but it, it was easy to get over. Just I just got into you doing an inspection. Whoever this guy is, he is. But I'm doing an inspection. So they they were just so kind and uh, so nice to us when we went up to Canada. I mean, they're they're really nice people. I, I I yes, I've been around in limos, but I never had a gentleman or a lady or a gentleman and a lady as my escort tell me. Now we're going to go here. Okay, that's enough talking there. Come on, you got to talk to this guy, and we're going to go take pictures now, and we got to go. I mean, it was just like, you know, I, I can't say it was a dream come true because I never dreamed that, but it was like a dream that was coming true. And it was like, wow, Ed Sheehan, you know, yeah. holy cow. So it was it just, it, they, they were just so nice and, and just had a lot more respect for the way they make films. I mean, it does yeah. uh, does take quite a bit of time just to get a couple of minutes on, on the film. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. And, you know, it's like I said, I, I, I got a chance to see the trailer. It looks really interesting and, and really thorough. Uh, it looks like they shot from different locations throughout the world. And I know you had a chance to see the premiere. Um, can you, what do you, what did you think? Will folks in the pest control industry be interested in this? I think they should be. <clears throat> I, I certainly, uh, I was, I was happy that they brought in the, down in New Orleans, the guys from Tulane, Lane University sure. that catch rats and then and, and, uh, do autopsies on them so they don't know what kind of diseases they're carrying. So it's it's just not, when I got into it, the experimenter was some guy that had a spray tank in his hand and a bucket of poison, wasn't dressed too well, and I just went around throwing and spraying stuff around. I think what this film shows is there's a lot more to it than that, that we do take our time, that there are scientists now backing us up and giving us good information. And as you know, uh, we have our yearly seminars. Uh, I think the next one's going to be out in Washington very shortly in October. Then yep. we have the Easter seminar. So there's always, there's, when we have the local seminars here in, in the city, in Long Island, and upstate New York, 
So there's always that constant information that you're fed that we weren't fed that. And you're giving it, you, you got guys that are professors that are experts. Uh, like when I teach my class, I'm basically teaching you how to get into the past the two tests for New York State. People have asked me, I said, listen, you have to, once you get your certification, you have to go to these shows. Because one guy's an expert on ants, the other guy's an expert on roaches. One big thing now is bed bugs. We have a, a yearly bed bug conference up by LaGuardia Airport every year. So these, they bring in these scientists, and it's just, it's just so much more informative. And I think that's what the film uh, portrays. I mean, some of the stuff where these people are drinking the same milk as rats, yeah, I knew about that. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys that run around catching rats and bare feet and breaking their necks with their hands, um, they said, uh, it's not on a film, I found out from the camera crew, they said, yeah, once in a while they get boils that last six months or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can't, I, even when I started at first, and I was very naive, you know, I had boots on and uh, you know, had heavy clothing or something and when you're going after rats. But then you learn um, sing to yourself or put jingle bells around your ankles and they're going to stay out of your way. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I liked the film very much. I thought that, um, I thought it was well done. I liked the way it was shot. It certainly, like in where I'm, it's like dark, it's scary. Yeah, right. And um, it sort of gives you the impression like, oh, I think it just, it just, it tells the public that um, these pest control, pest management professionals, they're very necessary, and they're highly educated, and um, they really want to do a thorough job. You got to cooperate with them. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it uh, looks like it's a really, uh, really interesting program. Uh, but again, it's by director Morgan Spurlock, a uh, really noted documentarian who did the uh, McDonald's documentary Super Size Me. And uh, again, I want to get that information out to our, to our listeners. Uh, be sure to you know set your DVRs. It's going to be on uh, October twenty second on the Discovery Channel is uh, is when it's uh, scheduled for. And again, it's called Rat Documentary Rats. And uh, again, I wanted to uh, thank uh, thank Ed. Sheehan, one of the stars of the show, for uh, joining me this afternoon. Ed, Ed, thanks again for joining with me and, and sharing some of your experiences. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you very much, and uh, good luck to you. Great. And uh, again, thanks to our, our listeners for uh, joining us for our podcast today, and have a great day.